outwit, outplay, outlast. Now, it's a tagline that became popularized way back in the year 2000 when the world was introduced to a new type of TV show that would give birth to an entirely new genre of entertainment. Of course, the TV show I'm talking about is Survivor. And today I'm going to tell you how you can leverage this motto all the way to podcast success. So the real question is this, how can podcasters like us who've done the work, built a following, and actually made a difference monetize our podcast without selling out to sponsors who don't really value our community anyway? That is the question, and this is the answer. Welcome to Podcast Monetization Secrets. Hi there. Welcome to Podcast Monetization Secrets. My name is Christy Hostler, and I'm so glad that you decided to join me today. But more importantly, I'm glad that you are looking for solutions and ways to monetize your podcast. Because if you're like most podcasters, you've been doing it a long time. You've put in the work. You've given the value. And gosh darn it, it is time for you to get something back out of it. And that's why I'm here today to help you do that. If you don't know me, I'm the CEO of Team Podcast. We're a full-service podcast production company. We've been around about 10 years now, and I've been podcasting since 2012, and I've seen a lot of podcasters come to this space with really high hopes. I'm not saying they're being sold that it's the golden ticket to change everything in their lives, but they're coming here hoping to create content and somehow monetize it and improve their lives and get more in alignment with what they want to do and how they want to spend their time serving their audiences. And because we have not set them up to engineer their podcast for monetization. Many podcasters who would love to be in this space and creating content full-time have moved on and let their podcast pod fade and they've gone on to new hopes and dreams that they have. So I'm here to help you with that today. So thank you for listening. And I would in, in, you know invite you to explore the whole entire archive of shows because there's more than a hundred of them now that are going to give you little tips and tricks and strategies and things that you can use to help monetize your podcast. Now, today in this episode, we're going to be talking about something that I see happening quite often with my clients, and it's the topic of resurrecting an abandoned podcast. Um, Many times it's, uh, you know, it's something that's been out there you've walked away from and maybe you want to go back to. And I see it, people come around and, you know, even if they had a podcast that pod faded a year later, they're coming back and saying, okay, I think I want to rebrand it. I've gotten more clear on what I'm doing and my message and I've got my courses now. And I've got all the things, so I need to get the podcast out there as a uh, source of traffic for all the other things that I've created, which is fantastic. So I'm going to talk to you today about some of the reasons you might want to consider bringing an old show back to life, even if it requires some honing, niching, or rebranding. So first of all, it's important to recognize that the content of many abandoned podcasts may still be relevant and valuable to listeners. You can notice this when I've got so many clients that have stopped producing podcasts for multiple years. I've got one podcast that stopped producing in 2018. And I'm the admin for their Facebook page. And every single day without fail, I'm getting like tons of likes on the page. And she hasn't posted anything since 2018. So I went in and logged into her stats and Libsyn because I thought, I just want to know how you know many downloads she's getting on her show. And her show is 
still getting thousands of downloads a month because it's an evergreen topic that people are now interested in. And it's so funny because I do find that many times there are topics that we come out with as podcasters that are just a little bit ahead of the curve where the rest of the world catches up. I had this happen with my podcast. It was a, I started my first podcast as a local business podcast back in 2012. And I was trying to help local businesses develop podcast content to get the word out about their brands and their stories and about how they're impacting their own communities and all of these things that I was seeing that were great things that local businesses were doing for the communities coming out of the 2008 recession and, and you know, rebuilding and everything. And I wanted to highlight that. But you know what? In 2012, whenever I put out my podcast, local businesses didn't know about podcasting. But now, almost 10 years later, that would be a great podcast to bring back because local businesses are realizing they also need to be in the content creation game. So that's an example of how this happens. So many times the topics that you've discussed are going to be evergreen. They're going to be timeless. The quality is always going to be there. And the information that you've shared in them is just as useful today as when the show was first recorded. So if you've abandoned a podcast that covers a topic that's still relevant and maybe even more popular today than it was when you first did it, then that in-demand content could really be worth considering bringing the show back to life. So another reason you should consider resurrecting an abandoned podcast, if you have one that's out there, is if there's a still a strong audience for the show. I just shared about that podcast client that I had that's still getting thousands of downloads after not having produced a show in more than six years now. And yet there are podcasters that are producing content day after day and week after week um, that are actually in live production that don't get as many downloads as she has gotten on her abandoned podcast feed that's six years old. So it's because the topic still has a huge demand and it's more in demand today than it was when she created it. So even if a podcast has been inactive for a while, it's still possible that there's a dedicated group of listeners who are going to be excited to see new episodes and they're going to jump right back in. And if you have a loyal audience that's still interested in your content, even if it's content you're putting out on social media or on YouTube or in a book or somewhere else, then it could be a good opportunity to finally go, ah, this content has finally met the uh, hockey stick growth we want to in the podcast world. And those two are now intersecting. So it's time to put this content that's in high demand back into the podcast realm. So it's also worth considering that it's a good idea to bring an abandoned podcast back to life after having abandoned it. Now, it's also worth considering, like I've previously mentioned, that because of the popularity of podcasts and the explosion that we've had in recent years, and it's still growing every year, it could be that there's greater demand than ever for high quality content in the specific niche that you have an abandoned podcast in. So if you have a podcast that has a track record of producing great content, it could be a perfect timing-wise for the market to rebrand that podcast, bring it back into the growing market, and make it more relevant and appealing to today's audiences than it was when you first brought it out. It could be a very worthwhile investment of your time and money. It wouldn't be fair to you if I didn't mention one often overlooked reason to bring back an old podcast rather than launching a completely new show. Now, when you come back to podcasts, 
podcasting after having been away for a little while, there's always this push-pull between should I bring back an old abandoned podcast feed or should I start a completely new RSS feed and just bring on a completely new show? And I wouldn't be doing you justice if I didn't mention a couple of benefits to choosing resurrecting your old show, even if you're rebranding, even if you're changing the name, even if you're tweaking the content, as long as the target audience for your show is similar and pretty much the same as what you previously were targeting, then there are a couple of valid reasons you would want to rebrand and resurrect that podcast rather than starting a completely new show. The existing uh, content that's out there in your old podcast feed actually gives your podcast a historical age that is really, it's just far greater in appearance than it actually is. So in other words, you're giving people the perception of the longevity of your podcast, which can benefit you in many ways because people see that you're the OG of whatever your niche is with the podcast, even if there's like a gap in there of a year or two where you weren't producing. So it's important to realize that the podcast industry is competitive. And so even if you were early to market in your niche with a podcast and you launched a show and there wasn't any other podcasts out there covering that niche whenever you started, well, now there might be, but there are many other shows that are covering similar topics and they're all vying for the attention of listeners. But many times if you're able to outlast your your competitors and keep your show going despite the challenges, despite the hardships you might have, and just keep producing that show, over time, in the long run, you will have a distinct advantage. It's that simply the last man standing type mentality that you will have a built-in audience of listeners who have stuck with your show just because you're the last one. You might have been the first one to create content in the show in the of for that show in the niche, you might have been the first one in that niche to create a show, but the fact that you can outlast everyone else that pops up and does seven episodes or pops up and does 10 episodes or pops up and does 50 episodes and then goes away, um, you're going to develop a different sort of audience and a more loyal and engaged audience. And they're more likely to spread the word and content about your show that you're producing because you've stuck it out. Now, it's also worth mentioning that outlasting other podcasts in your niche can give you credibility and authority within not just the podcast industry, but also within your own niche. So if your show's been around a long time, it shows that you're dedicated to producing high quality content and you're committed to your listeners. You can make your show more appealing to potential advertisers and sponsors because you've outlasted every single person and and they see you as a, it's also important to mention that outlasting other podcasts in your niche can give you credibility and authority within the podcast industry, the podcast world, and also within your specific niche. If your show has been around for a long time, it shows to the listeners, it shows to other people, it shows to the authorities in your niche that you're committed, that you're dedicated to producing high quality content and that you're committed to showing up for your listeners. So this 
type of credibility, in quotes I'm putting that, can make your show more appealing to potential advertisers and sponsors because they'll see you as a reliable and trustworthy partner that's been there for the long haul. And many advertisers and sponsors and people that want to invest in your podcast and get in front of your podcast audience don't even want to do that until you've been around a year or more and you've sort of outlasted the newness and uh, the hype of podcasting and they now see that you're serious and in it for the long haul. I've seen over and over again that simply outlasting every other podcaster in your space is a winning strategy for gaining traction and achieving success. And many times it is after that first year where you keep plowing through that you begin to see that hockey stick growth. So those that quit too soon will never see the reward that they could have if they had stick stuck around. So many of those who quit too soon will never see the reward that they could have if they had only outlasted you and their other competitors. Now, those are a few reasons why you're probably going to want to consider bringing back an abandoned podcast. Now, I should mention that there are some trends that you want to be aware of when you're thinking about rebranding your podcast or resurrecting an old podcast. There are a couple of trends. For example, we're now in the um, the micro-influencer niched down space rather than in the generalist space. So if you started a podcast when everyone could be a generalist and be successful, then you're probably going to want to niche down as tight as you possibly can within the niche that you want to work in. And that will help you because people aren't looking for generalist podcasts anymore. They're looking for specific things. For an example, let me tell you what I mean when I say that. I'll give you an example. People aren't just looking for the better marketing podcast. People are looking for how to market your business on social media. People are looking for how to run successful email marketing campaigns, right? They're wanting the niche down because no more is it enough to be a generalist and also cover email marketing and digital marketing and paid traffic and all these other things in your show. People want to listen to experts on that one slice of that sub, sub, sub niche that they're interested in and need help in. So that's one thing you need to consider. And then there's also some trends, especially if you haven't been a podcast consumer during the time that you've abandoned your podcast, it would be good for you to go back and begin listening to some recently produced podcasts. You're finding that we're very much like YouTube is now in that every second of the introduction counts. So people aren't using the long minute and a half canned intros anymore that have the guy that talks like this that's telling everyone about your best podcast and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's, it's, we're authentic, real voice people now, as less friction toward the content as possible. You get it out there. And every second of the first 10 to 15 seconds, you're just trying to get someone to listen to the first minute of your show. So you don't want to put in a bunch of music and you don't want to put in a bunch of ads. You don't want to put in a bunch of stuff at the beginning of your show that keeps them from hearing the content as close to the beginning as possible and hearing your voice, not some canned voiceover guy, not some, you know, overhyped, overly produced with a bunch of bells and whistles and sound effects and all these other things. Like we're, we're past that. We did that in the beginning for credibility because it made it sound like we knew what we were doing. But now people are more into authenticity. So those are just a couple of trends that you need to be aware of when you think about rebranding your show. So if you are thinking in 2023 that the podcast bug 
is still alive and well with you and that you want to bring back an old podcast, I would seriously consider matching up what you have to what I just laid out for you and see if it matches and then take the steps to rebrand. It's not hard to rebrand and relaunch a podcast. It's not nearly as hard as doing it and setting it up for the first time. So just to give you that hope, you can bring it back. You can go two, three, four, five years without creating content and bring it back. In fact, I'll give you an example. I had a guy that um, in 2016, he started a show and he started, he did what a lot of people do and started out trying to do a daily show. He was just doing daily five, seven, whatever minutes of um, wisdom and he got burned out by doing it, that volume of content. But what he did is he kept watching his analytics and it was such an evergreen topic and it became more important than ever, especially after COVID and all these things. And what he ended up doing is seeing that, you know, five years later, he was getting six, seven, 10,000 downloads a month on his content that he hadn't touched in five years. So what he did is he started creating content again, the exact same show, just brought it back, just revised it, just made it a little more up to date, relaunched it, quickly exploded his downloads, went to an agency, got sponsors, and then ended up very quickly just creating that passive income stream of sponsored shows because he already had built it and watched it. And so he sort of had his proof of concept and his built-in audience was there. And as soon as he saw that, he thought, hey, this is the right time. Let's go ahead and take advantage of this. So that may be your situation. Um, If you still have your podcast alive and well in an RSS feed, even if you haven't produced it in a while, then you might want to start looking at your analytics and see if it's something you want to bring back. And if you need help doing that, reach out to me. I'm more than happy to help. We do rebranding and, you know, re resurrection, let's call it the, um, we do rebranding and resurrecting old podcasts all the time. So it's uh, something that we're very familiar with and we're happy to help with any of that kind of stuff. So if there's something I can help you with, uh, with your podcast, please feel free to reach out on the website, teampodcast.com. You can find me there and anything I can do to help you monetize your podcast, I'm here to be a resource for you. And hopefully before the end of 2023, you will be able to make a huge jump toward monetizing your podcast and developing multiple streams of income from this amazing medium that we have. And it's such such a neat time to be alive and see all the technology and the advances that are going on uh, with, with the technology that are helping it just become accessible where so many people can now create content. So hope you've enjoyed this show. I'll see you guys next time.